Previously on Wolfmania the podcast. Big pause, no! Hello and welcome back to Wolfmania, the podcast, the in your ears version of www.wolfmania.org, the website. I'm Andrew. And I'm Tim. And uh, welcome to another episode uh, of the Encyclopedia of Everything. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by the letter D. Or the letter DA-DIT-DIT, if you're listening in Morse code. Yeah, true, true, for our Morse listeners. Have you been this week, Tim? Uh, what's, uh, what's new in your world? It's just been partying, wall-to-wall partying. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, well, probably not when you listen to this, but I'm, I am knee-deep in the party season. It's been uh, sparkly jumpers, Prosecco. Uh, and it's just an endless cycle of that, really, for about seven or eight days now. How, how are you feeling um, as a result of that? Uh, slightly, slightly frazzled, but ready to go again. I'm going again after after this. As soon as we uh, finish recording, it's back to the party. So it's an important, important time of year. And we're recording this at nine in the morning. So exactly. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I've come straight from a party last night's party. To, glad you could fit us in. Yeah, always, always. And, uh, and I'm off again, so yeah. Just and, so uh, the listeners know, you have uh, come in, you've got sort of a top two, possibly three buttons undone. Yeah. Bow tie, yep. just sort of casually hanging casually, down the side. Yeah, casually hanging lipstick on the collar. Absolutely. Uh, Was that pre... Pre-put on. I put that on myself. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, tr- a tricky manoeuvre, but uh, authentic. And uh, yeah, and a bit of tinsel, and away, away I go. Yeah, well, it's uh, looking good, Tim. And, thank, you, uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I suppose I should really ask how how, how, how you've been for the past. I feel a, past I feel week a bit so. bad now that given that you've been out partying all week, and I, I have been out in the with the public. Yeah, uh, this week. I'm not sure it's as quite as exciting as as uh, as your time. Well, it depends if you believe my tales, doesn't it? Uh, well, d- d- why lie, Tim? You're a 24-hour party person. 23. 23. 23 yeah. I usually try and give myself an hour off. More, more a 24-hour garage person, <laughs> uh, I think, this week. Uh, I have been out uh, in the public. Oh, yeah. In the public eye. Yep, as ever. But uh, really didn't make it much further than the comic shop. Oh, oh can be very distracting, the comic yeah, shop. Certainly very distracting. And um, there was a lot of talk uh, on last week's episode, uh, which was about the, the letter C. We talked about the uh, celebrity video shop of Doom. Indeed. And uh, we, we had a lot of talk about uh, sort of the eye-rolling, sarcastic, do I have to uh, shop assistant uh, in, in all of us. And uh, I think I was explaining that I, I've served time behind counters in video shops, I've worked in record shops and in bookshops. Um, so, you know, I like to think I know a thing or two about yeah. being an arbiter of taste. Indeed, yes. Tim, yeah. and, uh, or, in fact, a lazy know-it-all. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, is that what you really want? Is that what you really want, sir? That, that sort of thing. But I was reminded this week by the absolute undisputed king of the breed, though. The comic book guy. Oh, the template. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. By the time you're listening to this, um, probably won't be news, but it kind of escaped your uh, notice that there's a, a new Star War 
is uh, is happening at the moment. The rogue uh, ones. Yeah, the rogue ones. Uh, yeah. The rogue ones is happening. They're in town. I've not seen it yet. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't. No, no. Six-year-old me would be livid. It's been out for what now? So, hold on. Let's do the math. Twelve weeks by the time you read this. <laughs> and uh, I haven't seen it. I, I, I assume that you know, there are plans for some kind of Death Star I think being there built. Be, yeah, there will be a, a posh English actor girl playing a key role. Right. A rather accent. It's probably a trade dispute. Yeah, I love a trade dispute. <laughs> I love a trade dispute. I started to watch The Phantom Menace with my nephews as, a, as an introduction to the Star Wars universe. He's oh, yeah. five years old, he's old enough to watch it. But we'll, we'll do it not in the correct order, but we'll do it in the proper story order. The story order. The story order is probably a term for that, isn't there? In the multiverse. Canonical order. In canonical order. And I forgot that it kicked off with 45 minutes of yeah. Liam Neeson looking puzzled whilst some poor CG monsters argue about trade sure, disputes. I'm sure this is not uh, new uh, to podcasts or the internet, <laughs> no. but presumably uh, there's some way of doing an impression of Liam Neeson doing Star Wars, uh, where he would say something along the lines of, I'm down. Watch it to Jiminy Cricket. I'm sure this isn't... Uh, I'm sure this isn't the first time that somebody's attempted this on on the podcast, given that Liam Neeson is in Star Wars. Um, but surely, his <laughs> what's that film called, The Phantom Menace? Surely yep. it should really go. If you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. I've got midi chlorians, but what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Because I'm a Jedi. <laughs> if you left my tongue. <laughs> and there we go. So it is. That's uh, J- Jimmy Cricket. <laughs> Jimmy Cricket in Star Wars. Um, so there's a new Star <laughs> It's what? Give the people what they want. True, true. Give true, the people. I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Give the people what they want. Um, <laughs> So I've not seen the film, but it still warranted a, a you know a trip to the uh, the comic book shop to see uh, see what kind of uh, yeah, yeah. Star what? Wars toots out there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, that there was certainly plenty, plenty to be had. Han Solo soup, Jar Jar Binks tiddlywinks. Oh yeah, got a third one. <laughs> was there was there a third thing in the shop that you saw? Bath Vader. Bath Vader. Yeah. Oh, idea for a business. Um, what I hadn't realised uh, on venturing into the shop was one, how lowly the seasonal Star Wars took buyer is considered by people who work in a comic shop. Oh, or yeah. Even worse, by the conspiratorial uh, sort of 40-year-old man dressed as a neon My Little Pony <laughs> leaning on the counter with very large breasts for a man. <laughs> I, I, um, I thought he really considered me the lowest of the low... Stormtrooper oven gloves, really? <laughs> sort of thing. The, the second thing I didn't realise was was just how much the opinion of comic book shop workers still means to me. Honestly, I've just felt like I was seven years old again. Yeah, yeah. being sneered at in a shop by, by someone. Exactly. Is... I thought I'd gone in there and I was asking for, have you got the new Power Pack comic? <laughs> what's, what's, what's Power Pack? Power yeah. Pack is Marvel superheroes. Really? They were like, 11 it's like cagoules yeah, it's just <laughs> like really they all, 
had a different coloured cocoon. They appeared to be like fat children. <laughs> which they put on <laughs> if the weather got a bit tasty. <laughs> Set in Wales <laughs> on a campsite. I would buy that. Yeah. I would buy that. <laughs> and I would kill you. <laughs> An order with the power pack. <laughs> so, I mean, I was, I was. Tell I was, me more about the man dressed as a My Little Pony. You don't want to know more about the man dressed as a My Little Pony. Is that pony. cosplay? Well, it was. It was very casual, sort of Thursday lunchtime cosplay. <laughs> it was. It was wearing a part cap with a mane down the back of it. This sort of tie-dye sort of boob tube slash t-shirt really short shorts <laughs> and he'd got the sort of neon Pokemon pumps on the bottom of him he looked like he was out trying to catch Pokemon but it would be a very slow chase as he was <laughs> herring down the street chucking balls at them it would be very very slow but he thought that I was the lowest of the low mm. probably talking about me on a podcast of his own uh, as we speak yeah. I bet he's got sponsorship as well I bet he's got sponsorship yeah. and we haven't but uh, yet, yet. I mean I I was halfway out the shop I was halfway down the street with my uh, my Wookiee tail do, do they have tails Wookiees uh, do they have tails they're like Manx cats <laughs> <laughs> between my legs and when it when it dawned on me you know actually I was going to buy a comic there was a comic I wanted to buy oh yeah what was that um, it's uh, it's volume two of Paper Girls um, by Brian K. Vaughan. Oh, yeah. And uh, I thought, oh, I've been meaning to buy that. But dare I go back in and ask if they've got it? Because they're, you know, they'll all be sniggering away, except for the one who'd be neighing away at me. <laughs> and uh, I thought, you know, come on, Andrew, you're a 28-year-old man. You can do this. So uh, I, I went back in. I said, uh, excuse me. I just wonder if you've got... Um, uh, Paper Girls Volume 2 by Cliff Chang and uh, Brian K. Vaughan. And uh, un- honestly, I was in luck. Hit the absolute jackpot. Turns out I'd accidentally picked the coolest thing in the shop, according to the guy. I've never seen anything like it. He vaulted over the counter, dragged me by the arm, spun me round, took me to the section where they'd got it. Wow. And uh, he started leafing me through page by page. Look at this splash. Look at telling me the story so far. And then he said words that I'll never forget, Tim. You, sir, are now in possession of all the awesomeness. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a statement, isn't it? I'm pretty sure I've never felt more alive. Yeah, that's pretty good. Absolutely. And uh, did, did my little man pony react? Slowly. Yeah? Slowly. He was mainly sort of rubbing some crisps on his face at this stage. <laughs> Um, it's pretty bleak, but um, uh, there was uh, uh, one other person uh, in uh, in the shop who, who saw all this and uh, recognised us oh, yeah. from the Wolfmania podcast, which oh. uh, which is very nice. It was nice yeah, to be uh, all that publicity spotted in the street, yeah. uh, absolutely. And um, had a few criticisms about our slightly abortive attempt at talking about choose your own adventures last week. Hate, haters are going to hate. Yeah. Um, but he, he wasn't full of hate. He just wanted to point us in the right direction. And uh, I'm pleased to say that we'll have him as a special guest later on in this episode of the... Uh, I was wondering where the... Uh, who the guy sitting next <laughs> to you was. <laughs> who, who this chap is. But, uh, yeah, the guy with the uh, the wizard hat yeah. making copious notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the one, that yeah. chap. That's, uh, 
That's uh, Dungeon Master Dave, and uh, we'll be talking to him a little bit later on as uh, he guides us through... Uh, well, I think he's going to take us down to his basement and teach us a, th- a thing or two. That sounds terrible. <laughs> he's, um, he's, he's furiously making some notes. He's making he's, copious he's notes. concentrating very hard. I think, he's cooking paper, up, I think he's cooking pencils. up a spell. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, what he might be doing is that he might be um, uh, writing down some notes and corrections on last week's episode. I've been furiously writing some down as well. Yeah, um, there's, there's probably plenty. There, there were a few. I mean, uh, we, we got a lot of facts out there last week. Um, and some of them were just nonsense. Um, but I, I've, I've looked a, a few things up. I, I don't like calling it the notes and corrections, though, section. It. The notes and corrections section? Actually, that sounds all right. The correction section. The correction section. Yeah. I was thinking... Mistakes and regrets. That's that's better. That's better. Although seems more poignant. fairly dramatic. But yeah, yeah, yeah poignant. Let's let's go with that. Yeah. I, I, um, so uh, yeah, notes. I'll put a new sting in here. Mistakes and regrets. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the notes and corrections. Mistakes and regrets section. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's the notes and correction, mistakes and regret section. It's the notes and correction, mistakes and regret section. Uh, number one point from our bulging bag of uh, letters that people have written to us saying you got that wrong, stupid old men. Um, there was uh, a little bit of talk about uh, trebuchets last week. There was a little bit of talk about trebuchets. I'll tell you what, that perked up Dungeon Master Dave. He looked up then, didn't he? <laughs> he liked so, it. He, <laughs> oh. he's, he's noting that down. I'm hoping one will appear later he's gone. in my inventory. He's gone, yeah. I, he thought, I thought these two were jokers, but uh, they're talking <laughs> about the uh, the largest and most powerful of the siege machines. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's all right. Disappointingly for Dave, it was mainly the font that we were talking about. And uh, we were wondering how it got its name uh, from in in what way it got its name from the the medieval uh, machine? Indeed, uh, can you can you clear that up for us? Yeah, now? I've been I've been, okay. uh, I've been on the phone with Microsoft. Yep. Uh, this week, and it turns out that the font was designed uh, by a chap called Vincent Conair in 1996. Vinny Conair. Vinny. Vincenzo. <laughs> Vincenzo. The con man. The con master. Con master general. <laughs> con master general. And uh, he had been at a Microsoft trivia quiz night. That sounds like an evening out. Oh, well, it would be all right. Seattle, it? 1996. <sighs> Microsoft quiz night. I think it would be, tri- I think it'd be tough. Oof, yeah. And the answer to one of the questions, um, which uh, it w- was trebuchet, and they'd explained uh, that I think they were trying to work out whether they could fire some of the guys over the length of the car park. Okay. And he thought. Well, I'm working on a font at the moment that's going to launch words onto the internet. Nice. What a great name for a font. Trebuchet. Good rationale. Yeah, he, he was, of course, absolutely wrong. It's a terrible name for a font. <laughs> terrible name for a terrible font. It's not my favourite font. No, absolutely not. Well, that's the, uh, that's the first note and query. Uh, secondly, uh, the last week I was telling you about my night out with the band A Giant Dog. Indeed. From indeed. Merge Records. Uh, in Austin, Texas, and I believe I suggested that they gave me their Sharpie pen. My reading of it was that you very much stole the Sharpie pen. Yeah, because in fairness, that's exactly what happened. Okay. I uh, 
completely... It takes a big man to admit. Yeah. I completely trousered it and walked away without apologising. Um, it's not the first time this has happened. For some reason, and I don't know why it is, I just seem to think that all the pens in the world belong to me. I'm seeking help. Best thing to do. Yeah, thank you. I've got a, a, another uh, slight new feature for the uh, the notes and corrections, mistakes and regrets struggling, section. Struggling to keep up with all this. Struggling to <laughs> struggling to keep up with the name of it. The notes and correction, mistakes and regrets section. What's <laughs> the acronym of that? Easy for you to say. Yep. Uh, it's don't bother. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> uh, I'll check it for next week. Um, and uh, that's uh, I've, I've listened back to the uh, the show. And uh, do you ever get that feeling when uh, you sort of hark back to a conversation you had years before, and you've suddenly six months, eighteen years, six months later, got that zinger, that classic comeback in your head? Yes, yes. Yeah, the reason I haven't slept in <laughs> a, few, a few years. That one. Uh, well, I, I thought we should. We've got the opportunity now to uh, put that right for ourselves. Of course, yeah. So, um, what I'd like to call uh, last week's punchlines today. Don't call it a comeback. Last week's punchlines today. <laughs> Is this going to be some some Paul Weller, Peter Weller jokes? <laughs> well, we failed to do that. <laughs> I would love to tell you that that's one of the ones that I've managed to clear up. Um, but if it's okay with you, I'm going to give myself another week to I really get it right. I think that's fine. I'm going to really get it right. Yep. I'm going to start with some, uh, some, some easier, some, some lower hanging fruit. Okay. Baby let's, steps. Let's get picking. Yeah. Last week, Tim, you said something about seeing James Martin in the street. I did. Yes. Yeah. And you said that he was wearing tight white jeans and blue suede shoes. That's right. And I think that I just shouted or something shouted <laughs> over the top of you about me. I think I just went. Uh, I think it went something like this: white jeans and blue suede shoes. <laughs> me, more me. <laughs> and then silence from me. Yeah, and then we then we sort of pressed stop for a bit. Yeah, this is how I'd, I'd rather that it went. Okay, let's rewind. Okay. White jeans and blue suede shoes. <laughs> a bit like a member of Nation of Ulysses in a harvester. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty good, pretty good. You've got yeah. yourself a few few nights sleep there. That's yes, what that one's earned. Yeah, thank, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, good, I'm, I'm, I feel better for yeah, 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 for, for having done it. And I think we probably got the laugh that yeah, you look that good. we deserved. Indeed, yeah, you look you look a little lighter for that. Yeah. Similarly, if I'm being honest. Uh, in the section on the celebrity video shop of doom okay yes we yes. were talking about um sassy shop assistant uh, shardy jalanous shardy jalanous yeah and um i think what i'd like to have said uh, about shardy yep. at the time as opposed to uh, i think last week uh, we'll, we'll play it back in a minute but i think i just did sort of a big moony-eyed face which isn't great for radio yes yeah probably didn't come across probably didn't need to come across Probably really? was inferred by the silence. I think it was inferred. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I really would like to have uh, done is, is point out that um, uh, with Shardy, my, my biggest regret, really, is that uh, it would be six years until Eminem released his uh, third album, the Marshall Mathers LP, so that uh, we could have spent all our shifts together with me calling her the real Slim Shardy. All the other Slim Shardies are just imitating. Because she'd have loved that. Yeah. Yeah, that always makes me sad when you think of a joke about something that somebody from your past who you're probably not in touch with anymore would find really funny 
And then that's just a bit sad, isn't it? It makes you feel a bit, it is. A bit empty. It makes you want to... So, Shardy Jalanous, if you're out there... Uh... It does. It makes you want to scour the internet <laughs> to try and type that joke to her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe she's listening right now whilst putting her children to sleep. And uh... Let's hope so. If you have any punchlines to any of the near jokes that we've been telling for the last uh, four weeks... Five weeks. Four weeks official. Four weeks official, five with the... Uh, with the five with the... With the uh, the branding exercise <laughs> yeah. that, that we opened with. Yeah, if you've if you've got any uh, punchlines uh, you'd like to add to earlier shows, please feel free to uh, email them to us at. I haven't got the email address. I haven't got one. <laughs> you can send them to me at work, but that's hardly professional, is it? Let's say you can email them to us at uh, wolfmania at gmail dot com. Gmail. What? Uh, you know what? That's not going to work out. Is there, is there not any attached to wolfmania dot org? Oh yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, all right, email them to us at guys at wolfmania.org. <laughs> guys at wolfmania.org. Maybe. Uh, Does that work? That would work. We have to set it up, then it'll work. Mm. Yeah. You send them to me at work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's not, it's not, not a great look, is it, for the... How about you can email them to us at... And I'll just fill it in later. Yeah, OK. <laughs> at Big Paws. Oh, he's back! He's such <laughs> adorable! <laughs> At uh, wolfmania.org. Little call back there. Yeah, he's always on his phone. <laughs> he just can't. He's, he's trying to play Super Mario Run. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's time stamped the episode, hasn't it? Super Mario Run. <laughs> uh, anyway, we have got some things coming up for you uh, with the letter D. After these words, we'll be telling you all about Daily Thompson's decathlon. Dinosaurs. And also Dungeons and Dragons. We sounded a little unsure, didn't we, really? It's a bit like... It's almost like we're making it up as we go along. <laughs> it keep, keeps people listening, I yeah. think. Yeah. I like, oh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? <laughs> what's it, the drama. The drama. D for drama. D for those things. D for... Daily Thompson's Decathlon. Dinosaurs. I've forgotten the other one. Oh, look, Dave's here! Dungeon Master Dave! He's not here for much longer if we keep forgetting him. <laughs> Wolfmania is coming back after a 20 second break in the podcast. A quick cup of tea and a blackjack. Rubbing a hole in your pocket like a cash bag. With a beast that I found on my iPod. Gonna drop it like a hot pot noodle in your laptop. Make a sticky mess you can wipe off. Got the IT guy saying, oh my gosh. Welcome back to Wolfmania, the podcast, uh, the podcast version of wolfmania.org. Uh, Andrew, who's, who's, that, who's that hanging around by the door? I, I think she can hear us. I hope she can't hear us, um, because uh, I have to tell you, Tim, that in the background of this week's episode, possibly the single most middle-class thing that has ever happened is occurring behind the scenes. And I say that as a man who went to a Saturnalia party last year. <laughs> we were served kale and beetroot. Wow, tasty. It was delicious. It was delicious. <laughs> was it nice? It was really delicious. But um, uh, if you listen... Well, let's, let's try not to listen in. That would be very rude. Um, at the moment, uh, my partner, 
not my comedy partner, which is you, uh, is currently uh, interviewing um, for a nanny for our cats. Oh, really? You're your two beautiful cats? Spider-Man and Maggie. They're sitting in behind a little bench there um, to see if they're they're going to be appropriate. And uh, uh, that, uh, that lady is Catalina, which... I think she's made up to try and get the job um, from Stockholm who is uh, interviewing to uh, be the cat nanny or as I like to call her, the au pair. Daily Thompson's Decathlon 1980 to 1985 on my bedroom wall was a time and a place for heroes and most of them started with the letter D Dalgleish Daredevil, Darth both Davids Gower and Lee Roth Dirk Benedict, Dio, Debbie Harry, Doro Pesh. Towering above them all, though, was Daley Thompson. I'd explain, but Ron Pickering would probably do it better. Back in 1976, Francis Daley Thompson celebrated his 18th birthday in the Olympic Stadium in Montreal, watching Bruce Jenner set a new Olympic record for the decathlon. He vowed then that he would come back and win it himself, which he did in 1980. In 1982, he followed that by winning the Commonwealth Games and the European Championships. He bettered that in 1983 by winning the World Championships. Then he went to Los Angeles and he came back with his second Olympic gold medal, thus declaring himself and guaranteeing that he is the greatest all-round athlete the world has ever seen. And let me remind you that he spreads his effort on those 10 events over two days like this. Daley Thompson steaming ahead and uh, Kratzma coming into second place. Kratzma and McStravick's done well. 10.45 is good. And Daley Thompson has one jump to come. Accelerating. Oh, it's another fine, fine jump. And yet he was back on the board. Yes! That is the true competitor. It's a better one, it's a better one, it's a better one, it's a better one! Oh, the man comes good and he's dancing in the circle. And he needs whatever points he can get out of the fort now. It could be the key event of this decathlon. Well, third attempt at 490 and he's clear. The master is clear. Daley Thompson. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying indisputably the greatest all-round athlete of all time. According to according to Ron, it's uh, Ron Pickering knows. Yeah, as as the phrase goes, Ron knows. Ron knows. Away you go. That's what I used to say. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on, uh, exactly. on we are the champions. Yeah, not oh. not a great impression. Yeah. Away you go. Away you go. Ron Pickering and Daley Thompson mainly were sort of on the, the edges of my sporting uh, knowledge, mm. Pri- primarily due to my age. But I was aware he was a big deal. I was aware he meant he a lot. He was a big deal. 
He was the biggest deal. Yeah. He was in the early 80s, athletics was pretty unpopular. Uh, Sebco, sort of glamorous in a chariots of fire sort of way. Steve Ovet in a gritty Arthur Scargill sort of a way. <laughs> Uh, fell fell running fell running tough for a let's say seven year old me Daley Thompson was the one it's difficult to explain how the early to mid 80s were incredibly cosy you think Alan Partridge jumpers are a joke but it was it was (laughs) it was really it was really tarby it was really David Coleman David Coleman it was incredibly a royalist world and you just knew that if Daley Thompson is on tonight's episode of Wogan, he's going to detonate it. He's, he was equal parts Jesse Owens and Eddie Murphy and a bit Roland Rat. Yeah, a loose cannon. A, a loose, loose cannon, cannon in that he's an incredible sportsman. He's had an incredibly hard background. He will crush you at sport. He'll show off knowingly. And he's going to say some really embarrassing stuff. Juvenile at best. But to 11-year-old me, the funniest thing that you've ever seen in the world. Do you remember 16 weeks ago when they had the Sports Personality of the Year this year? Oh, yeah. yeah. Andy Murray, three-time winner. Yep. Sports Personality of the Year. Yeah, yeah. A big fan of his achievements this year, uh, Andy Murray. Second place... One of the Brownlee brothers, Alistair Brownlee. Ale- Alistair, Alistair, yeah. Absolutely achieved everything he can within his sport. Personality of the year, not so much. Third, and this is the one that upset me, because I've forgotten his name already. I saw somebody complaining online saying, absolutely typical, three skinny white blokes. And I'm not sure that <laughs> Nick Skelton's that skinny. But the the point... You tell his horse that. The point rang, rang true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a big bloody horse jumper. Yeah, Mo Farah should have won. Yeah, what 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 does Mo Farah? What have does to Mo do, Farah have, to, have do? to do to get to get on that list? I don't know. Daley Thompson won in 1982, um, having won the 1980 Moscow Olympics. He'd go on to win in '84. I'm sure Ron's told you all this already. He held the world, Commonwealth, European, and Olympic titles all at the same time. Over ten events, all not right, just Steve one Bunce. or two. <laughs> <laughs> Buncey. Hey, the the guy was an absolute giant. 1982, he won the Sports Personality of the Year. Yep. Everybody's turning up in horrific suits. Yep. Picked it up wearing a shiny tracksuit. Exactly. Speech yep. that just went, oh, shit. <laughs> I may have been eight years old. Best thing that had ever happened. Mind blown. Mind absolutely blown. Yep. Two years later, when he um, completely crushed... Uh, Everyone, and it's not—it's not like he—he he, he just wanted to beat people. Um, he's uh, subsequently gone on. Uh, what's his name? Jürgen Hinkson. Jürgen Hinkson was his, yep. his his biggest rival at the time, and uh, he's commented uh, commented on the the fact that whilst he was beating him in, uh, whilst he was showboating by half, by practically moonwalking over the line in the fifteen hundred metres, a sport he couldn't really do, but he'd won amassed so many points it wasn't really an issue in the decathlon. <laughs> Um, Jürgen Hinkson was on the side of the track vomiting whilst Daly was collecting his prize to which he went yeah well I do aim to crush him yeah absolute <laughs> arrogant complete arrogance 
you, you need that, that edge of arrogance, exactly. though, don't you? That kind of that blind, you know, blinkered approach. The blind belief yep. that you are both, one, better at everybody, better than everybody at everything, including jokes. <laughs> he had the complete belief that he was not only the ultimate sportsman, but he was also ultimately hilarious. <laughs> and, and the thing is, the thing is, who's going to argue with you? Even if you're... No. If you, I think as a sports person, you can be kind of like 20% funny hmm. if you're good and, and also be a little bit funny and then no one's going to say hang on you're not funny because you're not supposed to be funny that's, the, that's bonus yeah. that's the added bonus isn't it and it turns out some of the things might not have been that funny mm. the, the thing with Princess Anne mm. that upset people yeah I think he said that uh, he was going to put a baby in her and that he hoped it was white that's the endorphins talking yeah. surely surely uh, upset the press uh, a royally minded press. The uh, yeah, the Carl Lewis thing. That's embarrassing at best. That's a little bit wider the mark. Yeah, a little bit more uh, wider the mark. Uh, I have got the Carl Lewis seven inch single through there, by the way, which I could play. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, oh, it's a good record. What's that called? I can uh, I can tell you about the uh, the Carl Lewis single, Tim, because I've just gone to got it, get it. And Franklin, we do a little bit of showing off here because I bought these two records in the same shop on the same day, and uh, one of them is uh, Break <laughs> It Up by Carl Lewis. Nice. Uh, B-side, Quebrala, uh, which I think is... Uh, I don't know. It's uh, produced by Eddie Lukes. Anyway, there we go. It's um, it's truly terrible. And the other one, All Ages Show, 7-inch by Dag Nasty. Good record. Ooh. Anyway, Daily Thompson. Oh, I should have done D, Dag Nasty. D for Dag Nasty. Oh. Uh, Daily Thompson. Series 2. <laughs> we'll come back round for that. Uh, Daily Thompson. Better than everybody. You hear him speak these days, and he has that sort of world-weary, slightly sarcastic, I would have crushed you 20 years ago, tired. As though his... It's a bit like when you hear sort of racing drivers speak. They're always really boring and a bit laid back because their job is the most exciting thing in the entire yeah. world. So just, just still being alive is probably exciting yeah. enough for them, isn't it? Exactly, and he sort of has has that tone about him. But the uh, the joy of uh, Daly is that he leaves a legacy, a lasting legacy, not only of big tournament wins, mm -hmm. but also that LucasAid advert with Iron Maiden playing in the background. <laughs> the one where it says he gets up on Christmas Day before anybody else is up in the world, does a few stretches, boshes back a LucasAid, listens to the Phantom of the Opera... By Iron Maiden, <laughs> really bloody legs it. Yeah, just 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 nails it. You can't take that away from him. Uh, he also leaves the led uh, legacy. Yep, the legacy. He also leaves the legacy, and it's a legacy I've never seen, of the Daily Thompson's Body Shop VHS collection, <laughs> uh, where he will uh, teach people about their bodies. That sounds doesn't sound great. Um, uh, volume one, I think, is Jenny Agata. Wow. Not just Jenny Agata, Jenny Agata and Susie Quattro <laughs> are his guests. Uh, whilst he does some sit-ups, um, the uh, episode two, which you cannot buy for love nor money, and let me tell you, I've tried, features Roger Daltrey. Wow, Roger I think, Daltrey. <laughs> I think you must make that your life's work to procure a copy of that. Chris Chapel. Does that sound like a thing? Chris Chapel. Is that a cricketer? I should be able to look this up. Chris Chapel. Dungeon Master Dave's looking puzzled as well. 
it and he knows matter. his cricket. Doesn't matter. Episode three, however, is uh, Daley Thompson and Dame Edna Everich. <laughs> if you don't believe me, I'll play a little bit of it for you now. Hello, on the first body shop, I said being fit is fun. This time, I'm going to prove it, because my guest this week is fit for her age, and also one of the world's funniest ladies, Dame Edna Everidge. Hello, darling. Oh, help me up. <laughs> what a wonderful way to begin a workout. Lovely cuddle. I bet there's a lot of girls watching who'd like to be in my shoes. <laughs> For Russian viewers, this is London, by the way. <laughs> Dame Edna, what a lovely fur coat. Isn't my fur coat beautiful? But I thought you were a conservationist. Well, I am a conservationist, daily, but the animal donated this to me. <laughs> he thought I looked a little bit chilly. We do it in the body shop. Oh, yeah, keeping fit does sound like fun. Yeah, and that soundtrack is pretty untouchable. Of course, Daley Thompson's overriding legacy is probably all the broken keyboards and joysticks and Kempston interfaces uh, caused by the uh, of Daley Thompson's decathlon. Truly the biggest selling in Q4 of 1984 game for the ZX Spectrum. Yeah, an, uh, an, an impressive piece of uh, gaming history. It was an impressive bit of stealing the code from Hypersports, sticking Daley Thompson on the top of it. His, his massive overriding legacy, proving that uh, uh, celebrity endorsements and massive sponsorship deals can shift units. Exactly. He's, uh, he's forgotten, isn't it, in this, this age of Beckham and yeah. Neymar and so, A little bit of video game journalism going on for you there. Yeah. I promise not to do that again. All right, Dominic Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I have spent a good four months of my life playing uh, Daily Thompson's Decathlon uh, on the ZX Spectrum as uh, as a child. Less so playing uh, the follow-up game Daily Thompson's Super Test. Which which I have some experience of. Uh, yes, it's... Uh, when he branches out from the traditional ten decathlon... Uh, to just making it up. Just <laughs> in whatever he wants. <laughs> Deep sea fishing. <laughs> Deep sea fishing, yeah. <laughs> Diving, I think diving's in there. Is it? He does. He does penalties. Penalties. But to get to any of that fun stuff, you've got to do the steeplechase for six hours. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's tough. He does um, skeet shooting. Yes. Yep. That's in it. Yeah. Vaulting. And as as we heard from his interview with Ron Pickering, some of those things he just gets up to to chill out. Yeah. When, he, when he's not doing decathlon, he chills out by doing some more sports and getting getting really good at those as well. He'd beat you at all of them. Yep. As I intend to do in a game of Daily Thompson's decathlon right now, because Tim, what you don't know, I was, is that I I was wondering what was under that under that sheet in the corner, that glittery well, sheet. I've got two surprises for you, Tim. 
I have uh, one rigged up a ZX Spectrum here oh, with yeah. day one of Daily Thompson's Decathlon in it. Probably won't get past it because I can't really do the high jump. <laughs> and uh, also, I've got you uh, got your little present, Tim. Uh, it was Christmas about 16 weeks ago. I haven't wrapped it. It's a bit warm in here, isn't it? But, uh... Wow. Wow, wow, wow. But, uh, let, let me describe this for for the listeners. Uh, this would appear to be a, uh, a piece of promotional material. I won't, is, know, I won't name the, uh, the sports manufacturer. And uh, Three stripes. Three stripes. And, uh, and it looks like it was from when they when they ditched the trefoil and they'd gone for the new uh, they probably call it something like their brand pyramid or something yep. logo the triangular three stripes logo and they've just launched that and they've got daily filling one it's of their difficult sw- mid 90s I think that is. yeah yeah very much very yep. much I'm saying 93, 94-ish yep. Yep. Uh, and daily's rocking a sweatshirt he's rocking a pair of uh, Running, running trousers. Are they, are they, I think they're chinos. Chinos. <laughs> I think they're chinos. Branded sports chinos, and the, and I tell you the thing that's most moustache fulsome. Yeah, smile is fulsome. forced. Yeah, smile is forced. Look into his eyes. Nothing going on behind there. He's not happy about being there. Yeah, but he'd rather be out just like learning how to do the modern pentathlon or something, which he probably doesn't have to learn how to do born with the knowledge of it. he's got a big neck hasn't he yeah very big check neck. out his neck very wide neck got an uh, olympic neck olympic neck yeah like the wrestle the Kurt angle say again it doesn't matter that's doesn't. a little bit of wrestling journalism for you uh, like oh. the uh, wrestler kurt angle uh, kurt who uh, angle. famously has uh, the olympic neck okay. which gets so big because of what, uh, the weight of all the medal the he, won, he won a medal same joke i made without, yeah. without the wrestling bit yeah. Anyway, that's Just, fine. It's the internet. You've got to do a wrestling bit. Uh, apparently, apparently so. But the thing that's most exciting about this uh, piece of promotional material, A5, everyone, everyone listening, uh, <laughs> it's the details. For... Uh, I believe you've signed it. <laughs> <laughs> you faked Daily Thompson's signature in the top right-hand corner. It does look like your handwriting. There was a bit. <laughs> well, there's a reason for that, Tim. And that's because <laughs> I very much based my own signature on that of Daily Thompson. Uh, which I used to practice for hours and hours a day <laughs> as a child. However, I did not sign that. Daley Thompson signed that. Wow. So you've gone out in the time between we des- us deciding that we were going to do Daley Thompson for the letter D. You've <laughs> hunted him down. They're going to be wondering where you've been at work. He's a local lad. <laughs> and you've got him to sign it. And got him to sign it. He's very polite. He says, best wishes. And it looks like he's written... Uli Fleurlele. But I'm assuming that's... Uh, that's the lady who's doing the cat. No, that is the lady who's doing the cat. That is uh, Catalina, the uh, au pair. The au pair. The au pair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's incredible. Wow. Uh, I'm trying to think about the last thing you gave me that was autographed. <laughs> <laughs> Which must have been... I think it must have been 12 years ago now. Yeah, and yeah. I cannot remember the guy's name. Yeah, I can. <laughs> he was a goalkeeper oh yeah oh no oh is there, there's another there's another oh, you've oh. given me lots of autograph things what other autograph things have you given me uh, it wasn't you I gave it to okay um, oh oh you gave me uh, a German goalkeeper Cologne I think he played for Cologne <laughs> <laughs> and, his, and, and, the, and his name I think his name was Hans-Jörg Butt it was Hans-Jörg, <laughs> Hans-Jörg, Hans-Jörg Butt because that was hilarious I've still got that did I not give you um, that Darren Huckabee Autograph. Maybe that might have been another Tim. Might have yeah. been your, your other Tim. Maybe. 
it Maybe. wasn't a signed copy of Skid Row's 18 in Life <laughs> signed by Johann Sebastian Bach, was it? <laughs> no, that wasn't me. Mm. That was the other That two. wasn't you. That yeah. was... That, yeah. Anyway, well, uh, um, there wow, is a dear that's... listener who will uh, tell us who that was. Yes, yep, they're probably... Oh, I enjoy that, Tim. Um, that's beautiful. I really hope to see that pinned to your fridge next uh, time uh, uh, yeah. Next time I pop round. Certainly, so I think that's, that's worthy of a framing. <laughs> Stick it in a clip frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be- beautiful. Really, I think that should probably go to the winner of our Daily Thompson Decathlon Challenge. Of course, yeah, that adds an extra, extra bit of spice to things, yeah. doesn't it? How's this question of sport go? Was that what that was? No, that was uh, Grandstand. That's what I was aiming for. That's sports night. That was pretty tight. Question of sports, um. Yes, oh yeah, we've kicked back. Yeah. Locker room banter. Oh, not in front of C. Not. Oof. Um. Okay, so, uh, sports fans, we have uh, we've got a big game coming up here. Um, the present that I just gave to Tim, the signed 1994 Daily Thompson. Uh, Turns out it wasn't a present. It was a. It was a. It was, it was a, prize, a prize, which I've now taken away from him. <laughs> and uh, in an attempt uh, to create some kind of drama and jeopardy here on Wolfmania, uh, the Wolfmania podcast, the in your ears version of www.wolfmania.org, the website, uh, we're going to have a game of Daily Thompson's Decathlon. At least the first day of it, because I don't think you're going to get past the high jump, to see who's going to win it. Okay. Will it be Tim, or will it be our uh, exciting, mysterious in-house guest, who we won't tell you about for a minute yet, because it'll sp- sort of spoil the the arc that we're building here, but uh, will it be Big Paws? Will it be Tim? Who's going to win this Daily Thompson signed autograph? Is it going to be Tim? Uh or is it going to be our lovable mascot, Big Paws? We've got them both here in studio. And uh, let's uh, let's see what we're going to do. We've got some uh, Daily Thompson decathlon here. Uh, well, I'm going to uh, commentate here. Okay. Tim, you've, you've loaded the game up. Yeah, the game's loaded up. We've got some lovely... Uh, Which took 45 minutes. Yeah. I think in some kind of 1984 state-sponsored attempt to uh, teach kids about disappointment. It's asking me if I want to redefine the keys. I think you might need to do that. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to hit the Y key. Yeah, hit the okay. Y key on the keyboard. So my left foot. Yeah. Okay. For Z maybe. I'm, I'm for... going to make Z. Yeah. My right foot. I'm going to make X. Yep. And well, the jump. I'm jump. Going to, just going to pop in a space bar, a cheeky okay. space bar. Okay. Let's see if you can get your. Uh... Can I actually just type it in? Or... Yeah. Let's. Uh... I'll put my name in now. Okay. Let's do that, yeah. So I have to go like it's hard enough in itself. How do I, now I've got to use the keys I've redefined. Okay, I'm going round the letters now, everybody, and and then I'm gonna try and put in a. Uh, how do I select the letter? Oh, there we go. Spacebar. And here we go. We're gonna go round the letters again. Quickest way to the letter I. Gone the wrong way. The no I's in. For this. I'm going back round the other way to find. This is fantastic radio. PM, it's day one. It's day one, 
The hundred meters up first. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tim. So here we are. There appears to be a southern gentleman in a hat with a gun. He's fired his gun and Tim's away in front of a crowd of what from here looks like pebbles. Ocean in the background. He's through. That's Slow off the blocks. Twelve sec. Twelve second. Twelve point six four seconds. That's not bad. He's qualified. I'm doing the uh, the mobot. 13.5 to qualify. The crowd are going wild for a 12.64 second 100 metres. What's the record these days? What's Usain Bolt? 9.58? How does this work? I just have to hit the space bar at some point. Tim's going in for the long jump. Second event here. Building up his speed here. There's the line. He's hit 30 degrees. He's going into the blue pit. That's a massive foul, surely. Oh, there's a man there's walking a backwards on his hands. Measuring it. Tim is, is at 6 metres 20 on his first jump. He needs 6 metres 50 How to qualify. More times have I got He's to got do two this? more. That is not long enough, Tim. Here he comes. Building up the power as he runs towards the board. Oh, he's opened up some emails and he appears to have. I've crashed it. Oh, God, hang on. Yeah, I'd click on that. Here we go. Oh, he's jumped. He's <laughs> way back beyond the board. Oh, oh no. the man's measuring it. It's... <laughs> I simultaneously managed it. Hold on a second, though. <laughs> Some kind of glitch. That appears to be a 95.39 metre jump. <laughs> that is a new world and intergalactic record. <laughs> I think the third one's going to be hard. Hard put to beat that. <laughs> Is it a reasonable jump? There we oh, go. The oh, a it's, a it's a foul. <laughs> so that is 6.20 with the first one. 95.39 <laughs> metres. Oh, it's the shot put. Here's the shot put. This is not turn-based, is it? <laughs> no. Right, okay, how does this Here we go. Work? Here's the shot put. Start. And okay. uh, Tim's Daily Thompson there, who I always was a little... Unsure about why he was a white guy without a moustache. Oh, I just fouled the first one because I was waiting for you to stop talking. <laughs> a little bit of right, quiet. Okay, okay, so quiet descends on the stadium. I just have to hammer the buttons. Here he goes. He's, he's carrying that shot, but he's running a long way. It's an... Is that the line to lob it from? Oh, he goes. Not? Yep. It's an it's an unorthodox stance. Nine point fifteen. That is short of where it needs to be. It needs to be fifteen point five meters here. He's carrying it. He's running forward. That early, is. Oh, the angle is 67 degrees. It's flopped. It's flopped oh. at 740. Oh, no qualification. No, it's, it's, it's now the high jump. Oof. Should have been disqualified. Here we go. The high jump. Good luck with this. lot of running going on he's up oh, oh he's hit it with his back on the way over though he's possibly flopped right into it scratching okay. his head the confused athlete awesome. here he goes again second attempt at two meters 15 scrambling the buttons he's got the lift 
He's gone too early though, <laughs> and he's clattered into the bar with his head. He's missed the crash, Matt. I'll be lucky. <laughs> he can if he's walk not again. in hospital. <laughs> okay, last guy. That's exhausting. It's measured. There's the jump. Oh! No! Just came down on it with his ankles. That is three failures. And he's just left on day one with the 400 metres. Okay, in your own time. Talk amongst yourselves. I might, I might. And uh, there's the uh, the country gent with the gun again. And we're away. Looks a bit like Colonel Sanders holding that gun at the start. Steady, building a steady rhythm here. Day two is 1500 meters. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> Dip the line. I think the line's still a way away yet. Here it is. Open the emails again. Open the emails again. <laughs> open some emails. Just short of the line. Oh, oh he's through. 4616. Fails to qualify. Oh, really? What's the qualification? 42. Oh. Most undaily light performance imaginable, really. Yeah, you failed in the three five, events. Five, okay. Final the, score. Big pause, get in there. 38,569 on day one. Okay. Doesn't even bear thinking about. So, what's 38,569? <laughs> that is right, big pause. <laughs> do, I, do I get to. Um, he doesn't sound how you think he'd sound. No, he doesn't, does he? For a cartoon cat. I don't think I need to redefine the keys, do I? No. If you're happy with I do have to type my name in there. I have put this through the... Uh... P for pause. P for pause. Don't forget your name. <laughs> it's going back the It doesn't really matter, does it? But you can see this. Day two. Oh, come this far. <laughs> three eight five six nine. Three eight five six nine. Write that down. He's off. Hundred meters. A brave start. A steady rhythm. Focused. Wow. Eleven sixty two. He shaved an entire second off of uh, my effort there. It's amazing. You think with pause, you'd struggle to bash the keys as fast as that little pad. Scampering is what he's doing. It's adorable, isn't it, when he does it? There we go. Day one, long jump. It's got to be 95 metres. <laughs> I think he's got his... Hold on. But has he seen... Is he going to try and do the glitch? Oh, look at that. Sailing out there. 32 degrees lift. Here comes the little guy with his bit of chalk. 694. 694 is qualified. He's qualified, yeah. But he's still 90 metres short <laughs> of the frankly controversial. <laughs> Here we go. Hits the board. Sailing 32 degrees into the air, landing. That's a lovely jump. Landed a little flat. 
87, it's seven, uh, seven centimetres down. Slightly shorter, doesn't it? So happy about that. Off again, hammering down the road. There we go. It's <laughs> past the plaster scene and into the sand, 36 degrees. And this looks like it's going to be bigger. It, it looks is. long, it looks long. 739. 739, still some <laughs> 88 metres short of uh, my. This is just like real athletics, isn't it? It's exactly like it. Shot put, day one. It hurts. Here it comes down the Speed runway. Speed with that shot put. Oh, perfect 45 <laughs> degrees. Oh, it's massive. It is huge. It's enormous. Oh, 25 metres. The crowd of what appeared to be meters. popcorn popping. <laughs> Uh, Unorthodox, the 50-yard dash with the shot put before lobbing it out there. He's found oh, his discipline. He's Again, it's huge. 52 degrees. 15, 16, 18, 19, 21, 23, 23, 65. 65. <laughs> Compared to my nine metres. <laughs> Here we go again. Third third attempt. Oh, oh big pause. 44. The speed is good. It's almost the height 10, of the 11, ocean logo. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21, 2. 22, oh. 71. Didn't need to do as good as that he'd already he'd already, he'd already won it ground me into the dust Daly would have been proud of that himself he would have been and now it's the high jump this is the the easy one right this is uh, this is, this is there's a nanosecond of timing to get this correct what did he say Tim was it meow 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 yeah you have to translate for the list. I think he said meow here we go oh, he's, he's launched himself close. very oh, close life. to the bar hold on a sec oh he's come down too quickly he, he sort of launched himself vertically. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been about He's off again. a foot over the top of that. Cat, you can't teach a cat about jumping. No. Here we go. Oh, it's right into the purple. Over he goes. It's lovely. Oh, lovely. he's cleared it. He's cleared it. Sailing over. No. Oh, he just caught it with his little paw. His little paw. His bit of back paw. Bit of tail as well. <laughs> got a bit of tail on it. It's harder if you've got a, bit, got a tail, isn't it? Big paws. He's nodding. <laughs> There we go. Up into oh, the air. Sailing from miles Soaring. out. Oh. Oh. Landed right on top I'm of it. I'm fairly convinced that no one has ever successfully <laughs> and now done the, a high jump. The final event of day one, 400 metres. The 400 metres scamper. Little yellow guy with the he's gun. He's off. He's away. And he's picked up the pace. He's going to a steady rhythm. Metronomic. Which is about as exciting as the 400 metres gets on Danny Thompson's decathlon. Here we go, he's 50 metres to go, 25 metres to go. I think this is quick. He's going to smash it. Quick. 36, 36. Oh, he's, uh, yeah. That's got to be destroyed, a new world record. It, destroyed it. It all depends on how much how the points are weighted for the long jump for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is the total score? Oh, there he is. What? Don't suppose it bothered to tell us what the score was. No, it just skipped straight out. I think this means you've just won. Even though it didn't realise two people were playing, I think maybe you've you've done as well as you can do. So you get the, it's the uh, end of day one, isn't it? The treat you get is the anthem. 
Wow. Who's it? The problem being that I think you only got 35,864 points. Oh, he's got to go round again. He's got to go round again. Why is it starting again? <laughs> it's, it's a punishment. <coughs> Uh, well, let's say, uh, here you go. There's your score for the first date 35,864. Whereas Tim got 38,569. 3,000 points for that 80 metre lead on the uh, long jump. I'm afraid to say, Big Paws, you've lost by five points. By five points? By 3,000 points? Yeah. <laughs> and five points. And five. <laughs> Are we doing this? Am I playing this again? Don't go round again. <laughs> so, I think, but I can't be sure, that Tim has successfully managed to win his uh, present back from the cat. <laughs> oh, that's a massive relief. So I'm just, uh, just refuelling after all the uh, just carb loading for day two. We'll, uh, we'll come back to uh, day two, I think, at a later date in the podcast because there's just not enough hours in the day to uh, have that much fun. And it, it, was, it was a surprising amount of fun, but surprisingly terrible radio. Yeah, well, uh, big, big Paul's has got to go and uh, get massaged down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I think he's going for a random drugs test. <laughs> and I'm going to go and explore downtown uh, Seoul where this event <laughs> is being held. That's a good plan. Yeah. We'll be right back with more from the letter D after this one. We're going to do a song that you never heard before. Dinosaur. We picked up the slow, heavy footsteps from 400 yards away. The unmistakable leaden trudge shook through the ground on which we stood. Birds launched skywards from the trees in terror. My drink trembled in its glass. It's coming our way! It's coming our way! Do you stand your ground or run like thunder? Fight or flee? Remember to breathe. I don't want to end up as somebody's dinner. We run like hell. Closer now. 300 yards. 200 yards. Muscles screaming, hot breath burning in our lungs. Thump, thump, thump. That Jurassic prowl unstoppable. Finally, we're caught up to him. All right, Jay Maskis. How are you doing? Thanks, Tim. Uh, at this stage, I'll probably insert the rest of that, which is about the uh, day that uh, uh, <laughs> Tim and I travelled a long distance to have a chat with a rock hero, Jay Maskis, from the band Dinosaur Jr. And, well, it was the coldest, wettest, <laughs> longest, limpest handshake I've ever had. <laughs> I've, I've done a bit of meeting my heroes uh, in, in the past, and, and Jay Maskis is undeniably one of them. Uh, the... The boy has tone for miles. He's the most reliable songwriter performer in the entire Western world. And my word, he was incredibly polite while shaking our hands for the duration of that chat. Yeah. Uh, after we'd, in a sort of Daily Thompson esque effort, covered probably about half a kilometre. You were pounding the keys yep. to, to get over to him. The dusty rudding. Having just said goodbye to the chap from Social Distortion. <laughs> <laughs> whose name I've completely forgotten but you said it was important that we said hello yep yep uh, having pounded the dusty was it, was it dusty at Reading it's never dusty it at is. Reading not anymore it wasn't but this was a long time ago yeah that's true and uh, yeah we, we went over said uh, I'm well versed in, in, in meeting people that I, I like like that and I don't want to take up too much time and generally would say something like uh, 
Sorry to interrupt, uh, Jay. Incredibly apologetic, off yeah, the bat, straight yeah. away. That tone of voice, that's the tone of voice. I, I hate to be that guy, but I'd just love to shake your hand and say thanks for, you know, just playing a lot of music that's meant a lot to me yeah, through the years. Huh? But um, thanks a lot. Have a great show later. Thanks, man. That's what I was aiming for. But we got su- we got stuck somewhere around the um, uh, I don't want to be that guy <laughs> section of it. And his his hand just stayed shaking and it's the only instance of it where we've been trying to get away so like, well okay well let's have a, have a good it's gonna be gonna be a great show you're on soon you'll be on in 15 minutes so or hope you play uh uh out there that's that's one of my favorite okay thanks a lot now absolute hero yeah except at handshaking yeah the limpest handshake in rock absolutely um uh, I understand uh, that is what we were supposed to be talking about with the dinosaurs today, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I understand you've been talking to uh, one of our junior correspondents, one of the uh, the junior wolf maniacs. Yeah, one of the junior wolf maniacs. He's taken time out of his uh, his first year of education to uh, to tell us all about what he's learnt about uh, about prehistory, oh, which for him is anything before. 2011. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dinosaur by the West Midlands. This is di- This is the Mest Midlands. <laughs> the dinosaur <No>. said. <laughs> <laughs> you need to say, this is dinosaur. This is dinosaur poo. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You need to say, this is. Dinosaur by the West Midlands. This is Dinosaur by the West Midlands. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Should we try it one more? Not shouting. Just say, this is. This is Dinosaur. Perfect. <laughs> no, no, no. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. You've got to say, this is. This is dinosaur poo. This is dinosaur poo. This is dinosaur poo. This is dinosaur wee. And this is dinosaur. By. Uh, dinosaur by the Mest Wisman.
What's uh, what's your favourite dinosaur? Uh, my favourite dinosaur is the pterodactyl. It's a flying dinosaur. That's uh, that's right. And uh, why is that? Because uh, it's a flying dinosaur. <laughs> and and I can't think of any other words necessarily that begin with a P and a T. Yeah, okay. Ptolemy. Yeah. What's your favourite dinosaur? <laughs> it's uh, Iguanodon. Tim. Iguanodon. Iguanodon. Why? Because he's a party dinosaur. He's always got his thumbs up, like the fonts. That is right, isn't it? That is right. He's got very... Uh... And his brain's outside of his head, like yeah. his mind is blown. <laughs> yeah. Iguanodon, number one. Nice. Big, big pause. Do you big have a favourite dinosaur? Um, the Diplodocus. Nice. Yeah. It begins with a D. Oh, he's on message, isn't he? <laughs> he is on message. We'll translate that later for you listeners. Double T, Diplodocus. Hi there, listeners. It's Andrew from the future here. With the benefit of hindsight, it seems like this would be a pretty sensible point to stop the podcast. A natural break, if you will. We've been through so much together this week. In the Body Shop, a Wolfmania West Midlands music exclusive, and a fictional cat playing video games for what seemed like about two days. I'm not sure any of us really have the heart for a whole nother hour of this stuff. So I'm calling it here. We'll be back next week with episode, let's call it, episode Double D, and a very special guest, Dungeon Master Dave. Trust me, you don't want to miss our adventure into the minds of mayhem. But you probably also don't want to hear it right now. So for tonight, I'll say goodnight and thank you very, very, very much for listening. And uh, put out our regular plea to please go along to www.wolfmania.org and check out everything you can find there. Uh, Go to iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts from to download our older episodes and please say nice things about them. If you've got nice things to say, or indeed uh, nasty things to say, you can email us at wolfmaniapodcast at gmail.com. I think that's right. Uh, where's Tim when you need him? Uh, or you can follow us around on the internet, on Instagram at andrew underscore wolfpack, or on Twitter at andrewwm, the W and the M are capitalised. Anyway, enough of that. Speak to you next week for the Minds of Mayhem. Good night. has placed you in a dreadfully precarious position. You're playing the most phenomenal game ever created. Your skin grows cold from your first glimpse of the enormous beast. It's a product of your imagination.